If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast, where we break down all things related to gaming. I am your host, Paul, and I am here with my two gaming partners in crime. Coming up first, he got to select the last game, but today he's no longer the one in power. It's Josh. I don't know how I feel about this, man. Like, I liked (laughs) being the person that had the control and the ability to say, hey, Mm -hmm. it's my game. And one of you is picking it. And now I'm not going to, I'm feeling a little vulnerable, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I don't get a choice. Whatever Ryan picks, if he picks me, I got to play this game. And I don't know how I feel about that yet. You got one part anxious, one part excitement. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what, what we're going to have to play here in this next, you know, deep dive. All right. And then joining me and Josh, he is done exploring the depths of the ocean in Subnautica. He's now ready to pick our next game for us. It's Ryan. (laughs) Excuse me, guys. I've been underwater for way too long. That was not a bad air bubbles. That was not a bad like drowning impression. That was good. That was totally impromptu. So (laughs) that was pretty good. (laughs) No, no. Hi, Marks. Hi, Marks, Ryan. I thought that was really good. All right. Uh, It's just so everyone out there knows you can find us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. You can also support our show on Patreon and get some sick perks. Go take a look at multiplayersquad.com. All right, Josh, you got to be the person to have the honors of selecting our first Force a Friend game. How about you tell the people how this new format works in case this is the first one that they've heard? Well, number one, th- we absolutely love these episodes. So what we what the Force a Friend is, is we all have had that friend where it's just like, dude, if you would just play this game that I love, I know you'd like it. And it's like most people go, yeah, well, I'm not picking it up. Well, we are making it so you don't get a choice. On these episodes, one of us gets to pick a game of our choosing to make one of the other hosts play. And the agreement is the other host will play that game. Um, and then we'll come back two weeks later. We will review the game. We'll review, you know, what they thought about it. Did they enjoy it? Did they hate it? You know, and we'll kind of break down the game itself for people that maybe haven't played it or say, hey, I've thought about that game. I, you know, I want to know you know, what your thoughts are. Maybe I'll pick it up. We just did this with Subnautica. That was my first game that I picked for Ryan. 
And it's awesome because now we have people, we have listeners that are saying, hey, I think I want to pick up Subnautica. I liked what I heard. Ryan had good things to say about it. So now you've got me curious. And that's kind of the goal for these episodes is to say, like, what happens when you get to make somebody play a game that you are interested in? Yeah. And we've only done this once. So Ryan, being on the other side of things, being forced to play Subnautica, what was the experience like overall? Do you feel like it was kind of fun because you kind of had to play this game? Or was it kind of frustrating mixed with the fun? Kind of where did you end up in the end? Everybody knows things you have to do are so fun, right? <laughs> right? Mandatory fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mandatory <laughs> fun, right? No, I, I I, genuinely did enjoy this game. I did see people on the Discord talking about, you know, maybe I'll play this or maybe I'll check it out. I encouraged them. Um, it was a game I can honestly say I never would have played by myself. So yeah. being able to to get to touch that world and and see what it's all about and put, you know, 20, 30 hours into it um was really cool. And so I think that's the whole kind of premise of this this kind of uh uh segment we have is where we can make each other play games that we would have otherwise just kind of ignored. And even if they were great or amazing, they're by the wayside, they're they're older, you know, I'm not gonna touch it. So I, I think it's really cool. I think that it uh does a lot for um games that are maybe a little bit older and we can, you know, just you know, force each other to play them. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little bit high stakes because if you pick a game you love and the other person hates yeah. it. <laughs> it kind of pops your balloon a little bit. And it's Why a little do you bit hate sad. this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for our listeners out there, we do not share any info ahead of time. Josh no. and I have absolutely no idea what game Ryan is thinking. I mean, I, I, I think Ryan, Josh and I have a couple guesses as to what it might be, but we have not spoken to each other. There are no hints. We have absolutely no idea. At the end of this episode, at least one of us is going to immediately log off and go buy this game yeah. because we have to start playing. That's that's how it works. We do not know what game we are playing later tonight, but it's going to be something here that Ryan chooses for us. <laughs> now, another really fun aspect of this is that we did shake up some of our Patreon perks. So we now have an option. If somebody decides to go legendary, they have an option to hijack a host. And that means that instead of one of us picking the game and who has to play it, it's in the hands of our legendary listeners. So if you pledge that, even for just one month, you can pick a game, pick which of us has to play it, give us a little bit of a write-up, we'll read it on the show, and then we'll cover it exactly the same way we do anything else. So if there is a game that you have been wanting us to cover that we just for some reason aren't, that's your choice to come in and you can choose a game, hijack that episode and pick for us. Yeah. So uh, again, and, if you want to check that out, that's multiplayer squad.com. And honestly, anything's on the table in that regard. Uh, you know, we have had people that say, here's a game that is near and dear to my heart. You know, Josh, I think you would absolutely love this if you just give it a shot, you know, or I've heard this game is absolutely terrible. Ryan, I want you to have to suffer through this game, you know, <laughs> to tell me how bad it really is. You know, that kind of thing. Because we're trying so, to make you quit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so it is, it's open, you know, as far as that goes. You get the power at that point. I 
Um, you know, so it's one of those things where if, if, if we love the idea of getting the listeners involved, we love the idea of people picking games for us. Like we have played some games that we never would have played if it had not been for the listeners saying, Hey, I want you guys to play this. And we found some gems in that regard. So there's, there's just a lot of fun to be had. Um, we love putting games in front of people. You know, and honestly, it's fun when a game just doesn't work out sometimes. It's fun to trash it and talk about, you know, why it didn't work as well. And not every game is going to be a hit. Thankfully, Ryan likes Subnautica, um, you know, but there's going to be moments where we have to play something and it just doesn't click either. And, I, you know, those will be fun as well. All right. So, Ryan, you are the man of the hour. You're going to tell us first what game we're going to play Josh and I will give some reactions. I don't know if that'll swing your decision or not. And then you can tell us which of us has to play it. Uh, so I don't know if you maybe want to tease this out or read a description and make us guess or just tell us the game. It's totally up to you, Ryan. Why don't you go ahead and let us know God. what game we're playing? I'm getting, I'm getting kind of nervous, guys. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't know that I like this feeling, man. You think you're getting nervous. That's how oh, I feel. Man. And now I got to try to tease the game. So I'm going to read the Steam description. I'm going to try to keep the game a secret right Ooh. now to see okay, if you guys okay. can try to, you know, maybe figure it out. Just from description alone? Oh, Just okay. from description alone. Let's see if you guys... It's not very long, but let's see if you guys can figure it out. I'll cut out what I can. Um, let's see here. Good. Ushering in a new era franchise with cutting-edge technology powered by Fox Engine. It will provide players with first-game experience as they offer technical freedom and carry out an open-world mission. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. Now, I do know a certain gaming series that has a military organization called Fox. So I think I know what this game probably <laughs> is. I'm curious to know if Josh has any 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 inclination i the only thing knowing ryan and knowing the games that he loves and feeling like this definitely has a military flair i'm going to say i think this is metal gear i think you are absolutely correct okay and we're talking about open world which means it's later in the series which is probably mm -hmm. metal gear 5 which is Metal five. Gear Solid Five? Metal Gear is that how it's Metal like, Gear the, Solid Five? Solid Five. The, okay. The Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain, that's it. Are yeah. we right, Ryan? Is that what, what we're playing? Yes. Yeah, we guessed it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, so now wait a minute. Because right, right. this is kind of giving things away here too. Because I, I know was... Paul has played this game, and I oh, can't I imagine Ryan's going to be like, Paul, you got to play it again. <laughs> I was oh, debating you know what, so hard to put it in the Fox Engine part, <laughs> but yeah. I, I left it in because I was trying to figure out how to describe this game. Fox Engine definitely gives it away a little bit, but that's okay. Um, not only have I played Metal Gear Solid 5, but ever since we decided to start doing Force a Friend, I have reinstalled a bunch of old games and I have been doing a little bit of recon work. I just checked my Steam. I did play Metal Gear Solid 5 at the end of July. So I even have some recent time. Really? Mm. So oh, I good. You'll be loaded up when you're forced to play. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I will say this for people. Um, I've never, I can't remember the last Metal Gear game that I played. I think it was the old NES or Super NES where it was the 2D top down hiding yep. in boxes type version of Metal Gear. I know that the series is number one beloved. And I think Metal Gear Solid is like a five series 
like block, right? Like it's, it's Metal Gear Solid one, two, three, four, and five, right? Yes, but it's also like one of the yeah. most confusing <laughs> storylines and lore ever. <laughs> Because everyone's named Snake, but they're not the same guy, and there's different timelines. They're not in chronological order. It is very hard to follow the story of. There Metal was the Gear big Solid. boss, and there was the other big boss, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. the well, goofy names. And, and, and here's the goofy thing with this: is one of our listeners, shout out to Skippy, you're awesome. Sent us some uh, like Funko pops and just memorabilia that they were like, Hey, I think you guys would really like this. Ryan is holding his up. It's <laughs> a psycho. Sure I know that it's a psycho manis cause it was on the box, <laughs> but then Ryan's just going around shouting, why can't I read your mind? And so I know there's like all these iconic like lines and characters and things like that. I just know nothing about this series, man. It's, uh, I don't I don't even know what you would say Ryan. I would say it's got like political intrigue, but it's also yes. got like social commentary stuff, a lot about things that we deal with right now in regards to like the NSA. They've always kind of like dealt with national security and uh 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 what's the word I'm looking for like where they listen in on phone calls and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Sur- yeah, surveillance. There's a lot of that stuff going on in Metal Gear, but like Ryan, what is it to you that stands out so much? Because I know how much you love this series. It's it's weird because I, I I mean I've told the story before on the podcast. So I, I played the the way I got introduced to this series was through you know back in the day they'd have uh, game demos. You could buy a demo disc that had a bunch of different game demos on it and i got the first metal gear solid not the original nes ones but playstation one metal gear solid you played the first level and i was absolutely hooked i was like i got you know guns i got uh you know uh, sneaky missions you know all all the cool stuff i want this game I was able to convince my grandma, grandma actually to buy it for me, <laughs> and I was hooked. I replayed that game so many times. I bought every single one after that, and I've been a Metal Gear Solid fan since you know, since I can remember. So um, it's just it's something that that anytime there's any sort of news or anything about this game or this series, it you know it rings in my ear. So yeah, I, I'm I'm obsessed with it. So I'm sorry if I missed it. Officially, who are you picking to force to play this game? So I did not say. Yeah, he hasn't said yet. I, I, I'm sure you guys can uh, assume it's going to be Josh. Yeah, I actually <laughs> want it to be me. So like, to be honest, it would number one, it'd be weird to make Paul play a game that he's already played before. But you guys. Oh, have I'm, I'm going to be playing it anyway. You guys have raved about this game since the beginning. Paul has been talking about Metal Gear Solid 5 since the podcast started three years ago. Ryan came in. Ryan came in and went, Josh, you've never played Metal Gear Solid? And I'm like, dude, it's just one of those series like I never I never got into, man. And I will say that I have heard phenomenal things about Metal Gear Solid 5. I have looked at it. At one point, it was on sale for like $3 on <laughs> Steam or Epic or some platform somewhere. And I just went... For $3, how can I not get it? And then I got distracted by something else and just never picked it up. So <laughs> I'm, I'm actually glad you picked me for this because it sounds like it's my kind of game. 
I've, I'll be honest, without you making me play it, I would probably continue to go through life just never having played the series and then feeling like I'm missing out on some of these characters and stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped, man. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm going into it excited, but I also know nothing in my brain. I equate Metal Gear Solid as like Mission Impossible. Like, so it, like my first thought is I'm going to be taking down some terrorist organization that's trying to nuke the world and I get to be the hero for that. Is that like, that's what, <laughs> so, that's what okay. I imagine. <laughs> so here's the deal though. Like knowing your ADD, like if, if it takes skipping cutscenes to get you to progress more, do it. Okay. The game is not insanely long, but it is, is longer, but it's a big, uh, game. It's a big game, but there's so much to do. It's such an open world. Now, is this true open world? Because I cannot imagine a... Dude, I'm going like, to call this a military oh, shooter, right? I, I, is that a fair genre assumption? Military shooter? I mean, I know it's, it's like not like Call stealth. of Duty or like... Is it like Splinter Cell? Like stealthy infiltrate your way into All of places? the above. Everything. Yeah. Okay. It's everything, but, but, dude. But, but you're on horseback. Yeah. You're on, you can ride a horse. <laughs> you can ride a horse to these other areas. Like, now, is it really yeah. open world? Is it like Witcher 3 open world where I can just go wherever the heck I want and find something to get into? Because that seems weird to me for a shooter type game. There's there's so many different areas that you can just travel to. And, and it's just it's so hard to explain how much there actually is in this game, excluding excluding the online play. There Wait, is online is play. Co-op? Competitive? Like, what is it? No, it is not, but there's online play where you can have your own base, and then you can work on infiltrating other enemy bases, and you can have your, uh, um, your soldiers... You know, different ranks, A, B, C, D, S, you know, S ranks. You can have all these different things. So so that's a whole different section of the game that I found to be so amazing. I had so much fun. I spent so many hours just on the online portion, let alone the actual game. There is a shocking amount of stuff that this game has to offer. Really? Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a short break, but we're going to come back and we'll give some of our thoughts. And I, I, I do have some ideas to whether or not I think Josh will like it. I think it'll be a lot of fun to talk about. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, we have returned. So, there's, there, there's like two things that do make me a little bit worried about you enjoying it, Josh. <laughs> Ryan already hinted at one. Very long cinematic scenes. Okay. All right. Yes. Now wait you are going to get like straight up the first half hour of this game is like almost exclusively. <laughs> it's scenes. a movie. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. movie. Yeah. But, okay. Grade it on the Final Fantasy 16 scale of cutscenes. Better. Like less cutscenes. Uh, there are fewer cutscenes, but they're far longer. Uh, that's okay though, because Final Fantasy 16 was just inundated with cutscenes every yeah. 10 minutes and i just remember going like 
dude, I, I, why, why so many, but so I don't mind good cutscenes if they're telling a good story at the same time. So my question then would be, do I need to know any backstory? Can I just hop in this game without any knowledge whatsoever? You're good to go, bro. Just really? Hop in. Okay. Just yeah. get in. <laughs> just hop in, huh? I don't need to know nothing about one, two, three, or four. There's no. so no, no, okay. no. You, you'll, right. you'll learn kind of where this takes place um, throughout the game, and if you do a little research after the fact, because hopefully once you play, then you'll want to like check out the other ones. But it, the way they've been released, and with um, Konami and Hayao Kojima, you know, it's it's kind of all over the place. So I think you'll be fine now. Hideo Kojima, Metal Gear Solid 5, if I remember right, because I know he's done some weird stuff like Death Stranding and stuff, but this was like yep. his last like masterpiece, right? It was his last game with Konami, right? Almost. He almost finished it. And then uh, I don't think he actually was there for the end. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he left right before. Yeah. So the other thing... I was going to ask that, what the other thing is, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that I know Josh really struggles in stealth, and you can play Metal Gear Solid 5 as a straight up shooter if you really want to. You there there is an element of taking people out by stealth or with tranquilizer darts or um even later in the game like you do have partners that go out on missions with you. Sometimes it's just like a dog that'll run around and mark enemies on your map for you or you can have like sniper support things like that that do switch up gameplay. And there is a big element of like moving bodies so you don't get discovered by patrols and things like that. And I know that that's not always your cup of tea. So I hope that you'll be able to find that right balance where you're not trying to force too much stealth or forcing too much action. You kind of have to like find that sweet spot where you go in stealth as long as you can, hopefully longer than we did in payday three. Um, <laughs> you got to be a little more stealthy than the first 30 seconds. And then when things go haywire, it's guns ablazing until you clear See, everything out. For me, that's the perfect mix because I actually love some stealth elements. Yeah. I do not like 100% stealth. I just get bored at that point. But if given the option of trying to sneak into a certain part, but then saying, hey, listen, the stealth failed. Now you have another option, which is guns blazing. I love that. So that is a perfect mix for me. I just hate the 100% full stealth games where it's like, and I don't mind a mission where it's like, listen, we got to go in quiet and you got to beat this mission stealthy because we can't let them know where they'll blow up the world. Like I, it makes sense in that context for me. Just don't make me do stealth all the time. Yeah. No. And, and the, the cool thing about this is there is the ability to either go full stealth, full guns a blazing or a mix of the two. So you can come in, you could do what you need to do, get past, past this first part of it, and then, all right, I just want to shoot the last of these guys, and then you clear this the stage, you know? So I, I really think that there's going to be a good mix to where you can find it, you know, acceptable for your play style. So I'm I'm so excited for you to try this game, man. I can't I was I was debating between a few, but I'm I'm so excited for this. I, I am excited, honestly. I've really wanted you guys have been raving about this game for so long that I really want to see why you guys love it so much. And then I want to see like, are you guys crazy or is it really just this good? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will I will give you one warning. You are gonna hate the first hour so much. Just know that going in. It's fine. 
you you you're not gonna like it at first and, and that's okay there's a reason why this game is called the phantom pain you can probably make a couple guesses but there is a scene when i was replaying it i played for like the first like three hours and i just kept saying i, I was actually laughing out loud saying josh would hate this so much because there is this, a clip in the very beginning where you crawl out of a hospital bed and you're army crawling with your arms Wait, is I this swear this game? for 15, 15 I remember you minutes. telling me about this, Paul. That's this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, this you guys. I, I but will it do gets my 15-minute army crawl. It's fine. It all, <laughs> it, the enjoyment only goes higher and higher and higher. So don't worry. The first hour is a little slow. You're going to hate it. And then it's going to take off down the road. I mean, it's not a bad idea to start a game really bad so that then people are like, <laughs> this game just gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm very curious to hear your take once you're able to play it i i will say there is a little part of me that does wonder how well it's held up because now there's so many open world options this is not gonna be open world like starfield or skyrim or witcher 3 where there's a million things on the map to go do for the most part you're probably following your objectives but there is a, a certain element of exploration and stuff, but it's all in the desert, so it's not like super exciting to explore. You can kind of see in between all the bases and outposts. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm definitely going to be playing this one as well, because I, I would love to be able to do a full playthrough if I can squeeze it in. But I know Phantom Liberty is also on the horizon yeah. for the uh, Cyberpunk expansion. Uh, Ryan, I know we only have a few minutes left, but I think you brought some development facts about the game that you're going to share with us. Yeah, yeah. I got some dev facts and, and then some reviews. So um, this game for the development cost over $80 million. Ooh, that's a budget. big budget. $80 million, people. <laughs> well, in this game, I did look it up, uh, was released in 2015. So an $80 yes, million dollar budget in 2015, this is considered like an absolute AAA title then. Yeah, oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with, with how much, um, you know, they've put in, in in these types of games, you know, uh, yeah, they, they've definitely put in the money in that. Another one uh, is this was... And I, and I believe it was near the end. I don't think he actually finished the game with the developers. Is uh, Hideo Kojima and Konami had a really bad split near the very end of the game. Um, he went off. He branched off. Made uh, Death Stranding. Uh, potentially coming up, I believe, Death Stranding 2. So mm -hmm. um, he, he kind of branched off and did his own thing. He was the master core of everything with these games. Um a lot of people say that the game is unfinished because he wasn't there at the end. So I'll kind of leave it up to you to decide how how you feel near the end if <laughs> if you make it there. But uh, yeah, that that's one of the big things is that they you know they they put a lot into this, but they just kind of had a parting of ways and and didn't you know finish together. Now, can you is there a part of the game? where you can kind of tell like this doesn't feel like Hideo Kojima anymore. Like, is there, can you tell in the game? I guess is my question. Not that I could see okay. personally. Um, but Me you know, neither. I'm also, you know, a fanboy. So, right. <laughs> 
Well, uh, it's going to be very fun to play. I I didn't look up how long it takes to beat this game, oh, but I'm it guessing up. it's 35-ish hours. It says the main what, campaign what? is 46 hours, guys. Oh, 46. <laughs> okay, it's even a little longer. I got a little nervous when I saw that. I double-checked. I said, no, no, not to 100% it. They, it actually says to 100% this game is 161 hours. You should Oof. see the reviews I have up here. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's well, let's, yeah, let's hear this, Ryan. I don't okay. know if this is going to get me hyped or make me scared here. So, so I got three here. So the so the first one is um, this. This should make you hyped. Do you ever want to play a single video, uh, single video game in human history that at the same time while watching a movie and listening to 80s hits but never had the time or money? Not yes. a problem. <laughs> Thanks to Metal Gear Solid, you can now play a stealth game that is also an action game and an online shooter, a base management simulator, a TV series, a jukebox, and maybe, who knows, a coffee machine as well. <laughs> all <laughs> That's right. all very true. And you, you have some like movie stars in there, like Kiefer Sutherland yeah. voices one of the characters. I don't remember who else is in it, but... It's a, it's very high production and it really does offer a lot. I forgot about the music because I think the game does take place during the eighties. Uh-huh. Yeah, so decade, you do get boys. a lot of the eighties oh, music. That's my decade. Say no that's, more. I love I, it. I want to I want to say that's exactly why I pulled that review. I love it, I love it already. It's the best game ever, guys. <laughs> oh, if it has any journey songs, we oh, know Josh man. will love oh, it. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right, you got another review, or was that the other I, one? I, no, I do. I got, I got okay. two more. So uh, the next one, this guy's got thirteen hundred hours uh, oh on play. God. Yeah, the, the last one had one hundred seventy. <laughs> this one has thirteen hundred. <laughs> but best decision I ever made was buying this game. I have an extreme addiction in anything Metal Gear related now. So it makes sense on the hours. Signed, Rymaster Flex. <laughs> Signed, Rymaster. No, th- this wasn't me, but that was another care, uh, another player. Um, so is that the online portion that you could spend thirteen hundred hours in? Either replaying, or I know that I personally spent a mountain of time. You'll you'll see once you get in. If you want to get into the online portion, um, you you basically not to spoil too much, but you have to kind of manage a base and get characters and guys and and infiltrate it's it's so cool you take like the core base aspect of the game as far as infiltration espionage action and and you do it as far as uh jumping into somebody else's base okay interesting super cool super awesome um definitely spent a lot of time doing that and then the last one i have is never played metal gear solid before but i must say kojima you're pretty good (laughs) <laughs> and that was the last one okay so. I'm a, I, I am i am legitimately excited for this uh i will 100 percent the second we're done recording go download it and and probably start it tonight to be honest although we might have to play a couple more rounds of payday three while we still can <laughs> oh um, yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> oh i will throw in one last thing there's a very funny mechanic where sometimes you have to extract characters and bring them back to your base because your base is like is it like an aircraft carrier ryan is that what yeah. it's on yep it's out in like in the ocean but sometimes you have to put a character on horseback with you and ride out to a helicopter and extract but you can also extract characters Balloon. by just a 
attaching a giant balloon and they will Spin shoot 400 miles per hour straight up into the area and you hear them scream and then you go to your base and they show up there so it's i don't know if it's like in like the uh a dark knight yeah the sky in hook. the movie the sky, yeah. sky hook, yeah that is exactly what it is with characters in metal gear solid oh man that and i'm so great. excited because i i honestly like i was gonna say in, in it in more than um i guess like uh what we talked about it's more of like a oil rig like out in the middle of the ocean than um you know anything else. oh yeah yeah you're right yeah it's yeah, more yeah. of like an oil rig but but having said that it's it's awesome graphics again are absolutely beautiful the online play that you can do with infiltrate and other bases is amazing and then i am 100 percent using this excuse to replay this game so i'm gonna play it with you josh Ooh. i'm gonna be online i'm going to uh grind it out you know, instead of playing Star, I just—I guess I'll never play Starfield. Um, I'll just <laughs> now, keep playing now that's games. on you, man, because you can play whatever you want at this point. <laughs> you know. Um, okay, so then one question. I know we got to wrap this up. Um, do w- would you rather I focus on trying to get through the story, like the the actual game, or would you want me to dedicate some time to trying the online portion? I would say do uh, like an eighty twenty. 80-20? Okay. Yeah, get as far as you can with, with the story. Get in uh, get in with Quiet. You're going to meet her. She's a beautiful young lady. Uh, you'll like her a lot. <laughs> and then hop online. Just mess around with it. It doesn't take a lot to understand what it is, but I think you'll enjoy that part of it. So I want you to like check it out a little bit, but okay. I think overall, I think you're going to enjoy this one. Okay. Yeah. And doesn't this game give you a rating after each mission? Yes. Like DCBA oh, S, yeah, yeah, S plus, yeah. you S get a little don't bit of that challenge going on. Me, yeah. man, don't yep. challenge yeah. me. They get the first C I get. I'm like, no way, man. That's no C <laughs> performance. <laughs> oh, you'll get like negative points for being detected, leaving bodies around, oh, stuff like that. Okay, it, <laughs> so it definitely. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry. I would not replay any missions. <laughs> but if you go in guns blazing, you're going to get lower scores. I'll I'll just say that. But that's okay. okay. That's that's fine. Play it however you find fun. Paul won't judge you, but I will. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. And then we can do this last part very quickly. Ryan, I think you have the user score. Is it the user score on Steam? Uh, so this one's that you on, have, or is it Metacritic? I have Metacritic. So okay. um, Wait, let me met- guess. Let me guess. Okay. Because okay. I know this game... I, I I've I mean this game is hyped. It's beloved. I'm gonna be say I'm gonna say 92 or 9.2 or whatever it is. I don't think it's gonna be that high. I'm gonna say 8.5. Okay. Paul was a lot closer because Metal Gear Solid players hate themselves. Uh, okay. uh, so so we're we're <laughs> They're an a picky bunch. We're an 8.2. 8.2. Oh, whole point off, guys. But, That's really close. <laughs> but having said that, the meta score is a 93. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Critics love, so well, critics I was love for, the game. Guys. Yeah. So, so the game That's itself, what you meant, right? yeah. That's why I said. Uh, we're us players, we hate ourselves, so we just want to hate the game. So, <laughs> all right, well, I'm excited. So, we'll give it roughly two weeks. Yep, that's always the goal is to record our deep dive two weeks. So, if we are able to stick to schedule, we will come back and release an episode on October 2nd where we will have our full deep dive on Metal Gear Solid 5. If we end up needing a little bit more time, it might get pushed, but at least that's yeah. the plan for now. 
any closing thoughts or, or questions? Anything else we need to prep Josh for? We feeling all right? <laughs> I'm excited, man. I don't. I think I'm more excited for this than Ryan was for Subnautica. So we'll see how that pans out in the end. You know, as far as like, oh man, why did I have all that excitement? <laughs> well, this is a better so. game, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see. I would, I would have to agree as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dang it. Uh, now I'm going to but, the scores. Let's see what the community thinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that wraps everything up here for today. So make sure to come back and check out our deep dive on the Phantom Pain. Also, check out our other episodes throughout the week. We got a lot going on. Make sure to follow the podcast. Uh, once again socials we're everywhere at video gamers pod and that wraps everything up so thank you so much for listening it's been a blast until next time happy gaming see ya all right see everybody